You may have heard of us, but you might not know Bank First is a community bank that has no fee ATM access, interest, and perks earning checking accounts. With online and mobile banking, mortgages for every stage of life, and modern business banking for businesses, small and big. We keep it all together to put you first. Do you bank with us? You should. Bank First is an equal housing lender and a member FDIC. Well, welcome to Sunday Coffee. I'm Bart Gregory along with Charlie Winfield. We're back in the saddle today here on a Sunday here in the Farm Bureau Studios in downtown Startwell. Charlie, hey, man, how about that basketball game yesterday? Do you feel like people are overreacting a little bit in a negative way? I'm looking at Twitter and people are already like, hey, we're playing down to our competition. We're not that good. <laughs> hey, man, we're 11-0. and 0. You're playing a college basketball game. They're not always supposed to be easy. And it wasn't, and we made it tougher than it should have been, and we made some big mistakes. But I hate, I despise hearing, hey, we're going to learn from this loss. <laughs> I like learning from wins. I do too. And that's a win we can learn from. Yeah, it, it was. And here's the thing. I guess what you're telling me is is I have not looked at the Internet. I have not looked at Twitter. I have not looked at the Facebook groups that sometimes may make you want to pull your hair out. But I hadn't done any of that. Let me tell you what I did as soon as the game was over yesterday is I built a fire. I was outside, down on the farm, built a fire, had the boys down there, went and saw some, some cousins and I haven't looked at the message boards. I haven't looked at Twitter. So you're saying I've done well. I would say to continue the path that you were on. Okay. I got no if you problem. want to keep your holiday spirit. I mean, look, there's a lot of truth baked into these things. We didn't play great. We aren't shooting well. There's We make bad decisions. We take some bad shots. We, we do a lot of things wrong. But the difference is... We've been doing things wrong over the past decade and losing. We're doing a lot more right. And part of the challenge is, look, one of the things we're going to have to get used to, Chris Jans isn't going to win pretty. No. You know, if you're looking for Nate Oates, you got the wrong guy. Well, and Nate Oates is a guy who just rolls the ball out there and says go. I mean, they just run up and down the floor. And that's not, his goal score 100 and nothing else matters. That's right. And I made this statement the other night. We were leaving Jackson. And, you know, we won by 10. We were down with, what, seven, eight minutes to go in that game against Jackson State. Here's the style that we're going – and we see this from different teams every single year. This is going to be a team, and I don't know how good we are. I think we're a pretty good basketball team. I think we're very athletic. I think that lends to us being a very good defensive team. I think we can knock down shots every now and then. Are we a great offensive team? No, absolutely not. This is going to be a team that wins a lot of close games in league play, and this is going to be a team that's probably going to lose some close games in league play. I don't think we're going to blow anybody out. I don't think we're going to get blown out. I think this is going to be a – you don't want to say a roller coaster ride, but I think this is going to be just every time you turn on the TV, you understand this game is going to be played in the 60s or the 50s. Sometimes, hopefully, you may see a 40s every now and then. Yeah, well, there's less room. There's less spread in those games. Right. And so you're going to see an eight-point spread, I think, both ways every game you play. But you look to look at a couple of our wins, Utah, Marquette, even yesterday. The good thing is we've had to go down to the wire. We've played the close games. You know, even Minnesota it was a, a tight game for most of the way. We had to hold on. We had to face challenges. That's the thing that I like as we get ready for league play. 
When a game's close at the end, we've been there. Well, along those lines, too, you know, we've got some guys who have never played at Mississippi State, but it's also the transfers that you've gotten in. Deshaun Davis and, you know, you start talking about Eric Reed. These guys have been in college basketball. We're an old team. We're not a young basketball team. Now, Kamani Hamilton, I know, is a freshman, and you've got a couple freshmen that are going to be pretty good for you. I think Sean Jones is going to be pretty good for you. But we are an old basketball team. And I think old teams, and we've said this for the, said this for the past couple of years, no matter what the sport is, if you're old, I think you've got a chance to be steady. Now, looking at Nichols yesterday, I don't think I've ever told you the story, Charlie. The last time I went to a Saints game, when they played the Seahawks, I'm sitting there in my seats or whatever, and there's these two guys talking behind me. And they said they were assistant coaches at Nichols. And they talked, and they were talking about their basketball team, and they were talking about and the one thing that kept coming up is we're an old basketball team. I think we got a chance to be pretty good. You look at their losses that Nichols has this year. They should have beaten Texas Tech. I mean, they have lost some close. Yesterday was indicative of their season. They have lost a lot of close games. But they kept coming back to, I think we're going to be a good basketball team. And I never turned around and said, hey, how you doing? It's kind of like that Uber story where you find out things and you're the Uber driver and all of a sudden it pops up on the message board and what breaks the story is what happened in the Uber driver in, in Atlanta or whatever. I didn't say this, but, I mean, I heard those guys have the conversation. I never turned around and introduced myself. I almost introduced myself yesterday, just walked up and says, hey, I sat in front of you all at the Saints game last time. But Nichols, they thought they were going to have a good team. I think they are a pretty good basketball team. They're a physical basketball team. Reminds me, what was the game? You and I did a basketball game on TV about three or four years ago and went to shoot around, and we were playing a, a small school and the coach basically just came over and said, oh, we're winning this game by 20. Do you, who, do you remember this? I do remember this. Who was that? He said, we're winning this game by 20. It was and, the first time, and they did. Yeah, they the absolutely way. just whipped us. <laughs> we're, we're over there thinking, eh, we're not playing anybody worth anything tonight. The guy basically called a shot and backed it up. So we'll have to look at that. But um, I, I do feel really good where men's basketball is if only because they are learning to win, they're learning to play, they're learning to adapt to a system, and they're learning to play together. There's there's some talent there. Women's basketball, I, I don't, still don't know what to think about this team. I don't know where they're going to be. I don't either. What do we play? Uh, Old Dominion, and then we play New Mexico. I think over the next couple of days we play tomorrow against Old Dominion, then Wednesday against New Mexico, playing down in Tampa. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Charlie. When you look at the schedule, you just you don't know what to expect because we've played some really bad teams. You know, San Diego, South Dakota State had a really good win against Louisville. Louisville was going through a little funk right there. But South Dakota State, that was a one-point loss on the road. We lost to Nebraska. They've had some good wins. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I just don't know how good the women's basketball team is right now. Anastasia Hayes is being asked to play a different position, do different things than she's done in the past couple of years or last year. Um, so you got to get players more acclimated to what they're trying to do right now. Yeah, and I think it's um, our league right now, South Carolina, defending national champions, they're obviously really good. Tennessee, uh, felt like they were going to be really good, but 
They've had a lot of issues. They have some issues. Some involving a former MSU player. So. Some that you could have definitely seen coming. You asked me a question on the broadcast the other night, and the more I thought about it, the more I um, I don't know what my answer would be. If you were to say, who's going to win the SEC, would you take South Carolina or the field? And, of course, we said South Carolina. And then I got to thinking about it. Just looking at how teams have played here early in the season, I don't know who out of the field you'd go with. Maybe LSU. I mean, but, they're obviously well coached, but I don't. They don't match up talent wise. No, they're un, unbeaten, but they haven't played anybody. Well, that's the one thing too. I think the men's side. This started what seven, eight years ago. Really trying to upgrade the out of conference schedule. Yeah. For men's basketball, women's basketball needs some of that. They do because what we find maybe seven games combined against ranked teams, and it was something like South Carolina had three of those, Tennessee had three of those. Well, and, and to me, women's basketball is a little bit different than men's basketball because there's such a chasm between the really good teams, the top 20, say, and everybody else. And then you've got some really, really bad teams down toward the bottom. It was hard to watch that game the other day, Florida and m It was. It Their was. shots were a greater threat to hit a spectator than the backboard. <laughs> they were shooting towards. They weren't shooting at. They were shooting towards. <laughs> it just, it was, I was reminded of the, the high school soccer coach's big stat was just shots on goal. It, wasn't, it was just, just keep shooting at the goal and something will go in. They had a player shoot and hit the – and you see this all the time. <laughs> this is my favorite. Hit the side of the goal, hit the side of the glass, and it came right back to her. And she shot again, and it hit the side of the glass again. I mean, she hit the side of the backboard <laughs> twice on one possession. I think she then turned it over. Uh, but basketball, uh, I, I think the men's – I'm really looking forward to trying to see the Coliseum. We see some of these videos on Twitter. Man, you want to get it back to the old days in terms of the crowd. The 28th against Alabama, man, that hurts from a timing perspective because – it's the holidays. Students aren't here. You're going to have some people already headed to the bowl game. But that's one just, boy, you got to find a way to give away your tickets. Well, we got kicked in the gut with one of your biggest rivals, especially in the West, being Alabama, playing them when on the 28th of December in the men's game. Then the women's game, you play your biggest rival on the 1st of January on New Year's Day. I mean, well, that's a terrible scheduling right there. When nobody's going to be here, a lot of people are going to be at the bowl game. And so, yeah, you play Alabama on the men's side, Ole Miss on the women's side, and nobody's there. Hey, before we talk, you know, talk about basketball, and what did we say early in the year? When we watched that Utah game and we watched that Marquette game, we said, let me tell you something, gum, we're going to lose a bunch of games at the free throw line. Hey, yesterday we won that game at the free throw line. We shot 80%, 28 of 35 at the free throw line yesterday. 15 of 19 in the second half. Made five of six down the stretch. And so this team is going to have to shoot free throws well in close ball games. And we did that yesterday. And we always say, hey, we lost that game because we couldn't shoot free throws. We won that game yesterday because we could shoot free throws. Well, and you go back, Tolu at Minnesota was 8-9. Oh, yeah. You know, he started just terribly, but goes 8 out of 9 on the road at Minnesota. So you feel good. He's been improving at the free throw line. Now, he started so slow. <laughs> the overall percentage doesn't quite show it. But if you look over the last five games, he's been much, much better. Had a lot of foul trouble yesterday. Both teams did. That was a man, that was a, just kind of an ugly game. But basketball kind of marching along. We've got Christmas coming up, which I think will be good for both those teams. And then 
We've also got a lot of news in football. We're going to have a big week. Of course, the memorial for Mike Leach will be on campus Tuesday. That's going to – well, there are going to be a ton of people here, and fittingly so, uh, for that. Well, and, it's it's amazing. You know, you, you think back to this last week and kind of the topsy-turvy. It was around this time last Sunday we began getting the news that, that you know, Coach Leach had had an episode. And, and man, it's amazing. When you look back at what a what a what a week makes, and it's been a tough week. You and I came in here, I guess, on Tuesday and just kind of aired some thoughts about it. And then you know Zach Arnett was named the interim coach, and then on uh, Thursday morning was named the full time head coach here at Mississippi State. And you know, there's been a lot of talk about Zach and about how you know this has happened. And uh, you know people have asked me, you know, how do you think this is going to work? And he's a defensive guy. Here's a, I keep coming back to this, and I know there's a lot of people out there, and some people out there, and I've read a lot of this, and there was a lot of retort, and a lot of people are right, and they were asking the question about how you could make a hire like this this quick, and and of course the obvious is, of course signing day is this coming Wednesday, you've got the portal going on, you never make hires, and Charlie, you and I have said this forever, you never make hires based upon what players want because those players are short time players. Zach Arnett would have been a player's choice, but no matter you know if if Mike Leach had come out the last month of the season and says I'm I'm retiring at the end of the year, Zach Arnett's probably a guy that gets the biggest look and probably where you end up looking just from people that are around the program, understand the program. Zach Arnett is going to be a a head coach sooner rather than later. He's a guy that really loves Startwell, Mississippi. But to me, he's a guy that really understands the recruiting footprint and recruiting in this area. Sometimes it takes guys about two or three years to come in and realize, hey, we can try to go to our contacts, whether they be in Texas, whether they I – mean, we get, we've gotten great players from all over the country and have great players on our roster from different parts of the country. But to recruit Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, Georgia, pockets of Tennessee – if Mississippi State is successful, you look during that time frame or those time frames and you look at the roster, there's where a large number of players are. And I think that's what Zach Arnett in his three years at Mississippi State has realized. And he is great on the recruiting trail. The players absolutely love him because he's he reminds me a lot of Chris Jans, the way he coaches the game. And uh, I'm excited to see uh, the Zach Arnett era. I think I'd say one other thing, though, about the players' attitudes towards him because I've had a lot of conversations with players over the past month, and I, I think I would say two things. One, there is respect and love, but it's mixed with a little bit of fear, meaning this isn't a player's coach, no, but players like him. Similar, Very similar. I think you make a very good comparison. I actually spoke with one of the basketball players not too long ago. I said, man, how you doing? I said, man, we ain't never worked this hard. I never <laughs> had a coach be this hard on me. Man, we're getting better. I kind of like it. And that was that's a tough thing to balance as a coach. Zach Arnett is one of those rare guys who have kind of figured out that balance between pushing and being hard and picking up and being intense in your praise too. The other thing that I was laughing at, somebody had called me. They're like, well, you just can't hire a defensive coach. Defensive coaches don't make great head coaches. And so would you take Nick Saban? 
Kirby Smart. Would you take Bill Belichick? Dave Aranda. I mean, so let's drop that idea. He's a football coach. And a lot of things that make you a great head coach. The thing I love about Arnett, in many ways he is opposite of Mike Leach. And that's not to say that there aren't some things that they have as core values that are same. But I think it's important when you become a head coach not to be a continuation of the prior deal, but to become your own guy. Zach Arnett will have no problem becoming his own guy. I laughed because uh, I'd asked the other day, what time is practice? Is it 2.05 precisely? You know, that's, uh, you know, with yeah. Mike Leach, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. there, there was plus or minus. There's some issues in there. Uh, yeah, an hour or two. And so it, he'll be very different. But I also think he's a guy that understands at the end of the day, going back to your recruiting point, to win in this league, players, what was it, Jackie, you say, you know, players make plays? Santana Mall said big players make big plays in big games. Yes, he did. <laughs> and so, you know, I think he's a guy that recognizes that. And I am I'm completely on board. And, and, again, I go back to this. I don't think – I actually believe that the situation would have been the same had Mike Leach stepped down in March, had Mike Leach stepped down in October. You can look around. The other thing, people have to be realistic, too, about what your options are for hiring head coaches in today's world. The very first thing that you're going to see going forward, football, basketball, and increasingly so in baseball, our coaches are going to want to know what's our NIL pool. You know, this idea. We're, we're not hiring Urban Meyer, okay? Not that you'd want to. Yeah, that's but, what I was about to say. But your NIL pool is now being written into contracts. And it all matters. And so, but the other thing, again, why would you want to? One of the things I love about Zach Arnett, I listened to him talking Tupelo one night. He understands, he can go through with you the draft picks that Mississippi State has had since 2000 and tell you exactly how many were for Mississippi or for counties bordering Mississippi. So that pulls in Memphis and a few others, right? It's staggering. They're Mississippi guys is where we have our success. And the th I go back to the thing, too. Here's a guy that loves this place. I think that was one of the things about Coach Leach, that a lot of people around him, you know, kind of picked up on quickly is about how much he enjoyed this. And, you know, Charlie, you and I came in here on Tuesday, and, and it was it was somber, man, and just kind of telling some things about Coach Leach. And as the week went on, and we started and just kind of go back to Mike Leach a minute, as the week went on, it was almost like every story we told was with laughter. You know, you were laughing about the things that he had said or things that he had done and, and being around him. And we talked about how real of a person he was. And, and you know, that's, that's what's – but that, that's Zach Arnett too. I mean, he is a – he's a real guy. I mean, he, he's a – you know, I went back and watched the other day. The uh, We did those – stories and those those videos that we put on the website last year. And I had uh, Coach Tony Hughes and Zach Arnett that I interviewed at Two Brothers one day. And I went back and watched those. And, you know, that, that tells you a little bit. If you have a chance to go back on the Hill State uh, app and, and watch that, or the website and watch that, uh, Zach, uh, you, you get a little bit of an idea of what he's like. And so I'm excited about that. Another thing that people have said too, Charlie, is – hey, this all came at a bad time, whether it be, you know, recruiting season and things of that nature, but also we don't have an athletic director. 
and I understand the thought process. Hey, you you don't have someone to make a hiring or things of that nature. And, you know, some of your detractors may say, well, the only reason Zach Arnett got the job is Mississippi State does not have an athletic director, things of that nature. Let me tell you this. I completely understand someone from the outside having that thought process. But knowing what we know and being around it every day, let me tell you this, Bracky Brett, first of all, you got Dr. Mark Keenum, who is probably one of the driving forces in college football, a guy that has been around football and understands it at the highest level. He's the chairman of the college football playoff committee. That's one. But the second thing, too, is Bracky Brett, and this is not me talking great about the boss man and trying to get in good graces. Bracky was next. You ruined that chance years ago. I ruined that with Bracky a long, long time ago. You know, Bracky's office was next door to mine for several years there. Now it was 20 years ago. And the thing that he has done over the last you know, month, six weeks or whatever, is the stability that he has brought to the athletic department over the last six months has been fantastic. And Bracky's done an outstanding job, whether it be understanding the coaches, walking around. The morale is very good right now within the athletic department. Sometimes you worry when someone steps away, uh, are you going to take you know, take a back seat to the job that you're able to do? Let me tell you, we're working just as hard right now, if not harder. Uh, Bracky's been outstanding. And so he has been a steady force in this deal. And I had – and I and everyone else around had – zero hesitation of understanding that Bracky was going to handle this in the right way. And I thought everything that he's done in the last week and the way that he's handled himself, well, he has led to this department. Um, hey, Bracky deserves a lot of credit for the stability that he's brought here. So what job are you angling for? No, I'm just saying. No, I mean, go ahead. What's the, what's the old adage? You, you know, you, you're not tearing somebody else down, speaking good about someone else, and I'm speaking good about someone else and not tearing down anybody else. I'm just saying Bracky has done a magnificent job. No, he really has, and he has been extremely cooperative on the NIL side. I mean, extremely. It, it's, been, it's been very impressive. So, no, I, I thought they made the absolute right decision because here's the other thing. If you get to make this decision in November – if you know it's coming, if you get to make it in late November, early December, the portal isn't open, and you've got a little bit of time to work, and you've got a time to adjust, and you, you can keep people on hold. But when the portal door opens, let me tell you, anybody who thinks that other schools are laying off the recruiting because a tragedy occurred at Mississippi State <sighs> are absolutely kidding themselves. Let me tell you this, and I think – some people are naive, and you want to see the best of people. That's the way I am. When I meet someone, I try to see the best in that person. I'm a glass-half-full kind of guy. Mm-hmm. There are some cesspools of human beings that are in every walk of life. They gravitate towards athletics, it feels oh. like. You know, they, they want to be on the end. They want to know somebody. What's also amazing is how many times they're related to the person they're harming, but we could have entire shows on that. The point of it being – Oh, I thought you were just talking about the coaching profession. <laughs> oh, well, that too. Um, no, but the the point of it being, though, is it doesn't matter at some point who you bring in if you don't have a team left to coach. And, look, I'll, let me let – me, I want to be very, very clear because there are a lot of rumors that get out there. With only some exception, 
we got some really, really, really good guys on our athletic teams. And I'm not one of these guys, by the way, who says everybody needs to leave or everybody who leaves is a bad guy. You know, there are a lot of people who leave. You just shake their hand and you say, man, best of luck. And it always kind of cracks me up, too, because from a fan base, you'll read these things, you know, that traitor, he's leaving, how could he do this? But then you read the same message board threads, and it's like, we got to get rid of this guy. You know, it's kind of like, we're happy to use the portal when we don't want somebody, but we get mad if we want them and they go in it. It's just, that's not how it works. And not everybody who leaves is a bad person. And sometimes, though, people are just better off if they go. It is. When you start looking in the locker room and things of that nature, sometimes it's better. The old addition of by subtraction type situation. But I feel real good about the guys uh, who are going to be headed down to this bowl game. I haven't really dug into Illinois, by the way, speaking of bowl games. I have been told that two of their cornerbacks have opted out, two of their best secondary guys. That's a good thing. Defense coordinator is becoming the head coach at Purdue. So they they have some craziness going on up there right now. You know, they have a steady force of their, their head coach, Eric Bielema. We've seen him before. But losing their top two cornerbacks, and one of those guys was a, a Thorpe finalist. Hmm. We have a guy who should have been the Thorpe Award winner. <laughs> but joke. Yeah, it is. All right, so you've been trying to dance around the hot topic of the day. Boy. Hey, speaking of hot topics, yeah, Strange Brew Coffee House. Strange Brew, always hot coffee on a Sunday morning. Today it was fantastic. Blueberry cobbler, just a little bit of cream, a little bit of sugar. That's the way I operate. Charlie has his large blueberry. No, you don't have blueberry cobbler. You have just regular cobbler. Our good friends at Strange Brew Coffee, go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. we got a, a week until Christmas, and so you still have time to go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Get the trinkets, get the, the shirts, get the mugs, get the coffee. That's a great stocking stuffer strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and also we're in the Farm Bureau studios Farm Bureau, go with the home team at Farm Bureau check them out at favorites.com agents across the state of Mississippi you just can't beat the customer service, home life auto whatever you're in the market for go with the home team, the people you know at Farm Bureau alright, what's your hot topic? Well I posted this yesterday oh well you know I had my annual cardiology appointment on Friday <laughs> And uh, and I have a funny story about this. Go ahead. To say the message was clear and direct, I, I think there was like a Chris Jans level in t- of intensity, suggesting that a couple of things. One, take a little time off. And two, um, you know, what's up? You could barely walk in here without breathing heavy. <laughs> now, what's funny to me is, is, and this is not a this is not a shot. I'm I'm very lucky. I'm a very lucky person because the last couple of times I've gone to the doctor, once to my cardiologist and Sean Sanders. Shout out to Sean, been in Jackson Baptist, awesome guy. And it's one of those deals of Bart, your numbers are great, your cholesterol is good, your blood pressure is good, your sugar levels are good, everything is good, but you're a little overweight. And here's my thing. I really don't have a whole lot of vices. I get a lot of sleep at night. I'm going to sleep good every night. I don't smoke. I, you know, I'm I'm very, you know, I may have I may have a cold one, you know, once every couple weeks. Nothing bad. I don't have many vices, Charlie. 
I'm really not a big sweets guy, so that really doesn't affect me at all. Being a smart allocate device, is that what you're telling me? But I love food, man. I love good food. And so yesterday, you're challenging me. It's like like Sean had said, like Dr. Sanders had said to me, Bart, please fix yourself before I have to fix you. And so I'm I'm on board with this. Okay. I, I'm on board with this. So to give a little background, um, of course, my I do have heart issues. For those who don't know, I've had heart attack, quadruple bypass, nine stents. So if That's you want to play competitive sickness, don't bring it at me. Um so, yeah, so, you know, what, a year ago I could run a marathon. Today I, I'm panning when I walk from the parking lot. So I have decided a couple of things. Number one, I'm getting back in shape, all right? Number two, I need, what do they call them now? Because they've got all these fashionable new, new terms. An accountability partner. <laughs> Is that what I need? Maybe a challenger. But here's what I know. You tell me all the time that you were an old high school quarterback. You tell me, so I know that buried deep within you. Somewhere down there. Is is a high school athlete, is some competitive fire. So what I said that I was going to do, I'm going to do, I'm going to challenge you to some form of a weight loss contest. And so then the question becomes, are we going to do like a percentage of weight loss? Are we just going to go raw pounds? Or are we going to just set, hey, you have to lose this many pounds by this date? Is it going to be like most points earned? How, how do you want to do this? Okay, so therein lies the situation when it comes to weight loss competitions because I am heavier than you are, so therefore I think it's not fair because I can probably lose more weight than you can on a number scale. Okay. Percentage may be the best way to go. All right, I was thinking about that this morning, about when do you end this. You have to have an end in sight. And first of all, I understand, yes, you do have to. I have to have a lifestyle change. That's what I need is a lifestyle change and something that it's not a fad that I'm going to revert back to my old ways. But you do have to have an end in sight, something that you're working toward. I am saying this. You may completely disagree with this. Okay. I say we go to the Saturday of Super Bulldog weekend. The Saturday of Super Bulldog weekend in the month of April. All right. Is that too long? No, 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 no. I don't think so. That's like four months from right now. Okay. Let's give us four months. And then on Sunday of Super Bowl all weekend, we're going to eat some ribs in the outfield. All right. Yeah. So that that's, that's, that is our – but we have to come up with something that one of us will win because I don't want to do it just to feel good. And there has to be some kind of – there has to be something to, to make me get out of bed in the morning to say, let me tell you this, I've got to beat Charlie. All right, so let me ask you this. What if I challenged you to a half marathon? Oh, no. No, 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 no. I, I'm not a runner. Me either, but. I'm not a jogger. I've done it. I don't like to jog. Okay, and so it's just all about a healthier lifestyle. It's, it's about a healthier lifestyle. Because I'm that guy that. What when if I, we went with a Fitbit and, like, had a steps component here? No, because you work for yourself. And so you could, I mean, you can work from the, the highway every day. I got you. You set your own hours. I don't. I mean, unless I talk really well about Bracky, again. It's hard to get the free time. Yeah, you know, unless okay, Bracky's so going to give me a three-hour lunch. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Greatest percentage. I think it starts December 26. Okay. Uh, we can't mess it up between now and Christmas. So we're going to weigh on December the 26th is what you're saying? Yep. I'm saying on December 26th, Boxing Day will be a Monday. We'll have Monday coffee so that we're not recording coffee on Sunday. Okay. On Christmas Day. 
And that will be weigh-in day. We have to weigh in on the same set of scales. And we go percentage loss. We go to the Saturday of Super Bulldog weekend. And what we also have to do, though, is you have to have some good faith, meaning you can't on your way to the Farm Bureau studios chug a gallon of water. You can't have some artificial way to to try to add on. You just got to be what you are when you roll in here. I don't think we have to use the same scale as long as I have the as long as I'm weighing on the same scale at the time. It could be my scale. That's fine, but it has to be. It has to be. You got to have some scale integrity. I know. Oh, I do. I'm gonna have tremendous integrity. All right. So we're going to start the 26th. When is Super Bowl all weekend this year? It's you like April, it's April, April 15th, somewhere in there. We play Ole Miss that weekend, and so all we'll, right, April 15th. Is it the Saturday of Super Bowl all weekend? Is April 15th? Yep. Six. Yeah. No. 15th. 15th. Okay. All right. So between now and then, we'll get our taxes ready. We'll finish this thing up on April 15th. And it's the week after Easter, so that's going to keep you off the marshmallow bunnies, too. So I, also I hate this. Have to think Let me tell you this. If if you go through Easter and you settle on marshmallow bunnies, i got a problem. You can't be my friend. The chocolate-covered ones are pretty strong. Now, I like the, the Reese's, but to me, the marshmallows are, are out the door. All right, so April 15th, and what we have to think about is there has to be some sort of thing that even if you fall behind, okay, that there has to be some incentive to keep going. Like the competitive balance needs to – it can't just be a win or a loss. It's got to be a, a points of – you know, a margin of victory aspect of this too. Well, we got to come up with something good that's the reward and the detriment. All right. So we're going to think about we gotta, this. we got to think about that. So, the, okay. All right. I'm, I'm willing to get going here. Now, here's what's interesting is when you made that declaration yesterday, yeah. I received an NIL opportunity of myself and you. Really? Yes. The owner of Fleet Feet in Birmingham says, I tell you what, I'll help you guys out. Best running shoes for overweight guys are Hocus. So what I'm going to do is I am going to send you each a pair of Hocus to get you going. So our, our thanks to our good friend Jay Middleton – Mississippi State guy over at Fleet Feet in Birmingham. And so if you're looking for running shoes, go with the Mississippi State guy. Go online at Fleet Feet in Birmingham, and they will get you whatever you need. You know, they I went over there a couple times a year ago, two years ago, whatever, back when I was thinking about running before. And they actually measure your feet. Like they put you in like a little scanner, and they, they make sure you got the high arch or whatever, and they match the shoes for you. And that, so they had that on file for me. Now, I just got you a regular old pair of shears. Hey, man, I'm ready to go. Love some hokas, by the way. Yeah, so that's, that's what we got going on there. All right, so we'll we'll tidy that up between now and the 26th to be ready to go. A lot of, uh, you know, sports going to slow down a little bit. We'll have some practices. But then, man, we got a bowl game. Yeah. Bowl games coming up. Big basketball games. Basketball game on Tuesday in Lincoln, Nebraska against Drake, and that will be the final non-conference game, and then we get ready for Alabama on December the 28th. Women's basketball this week. We talked about Old Dominion tomorrow, and then New Mexico on Wednesday, and then they will break for Christmas. So, yes, yeah, that time of year, time to enjoy some family, um, kind of get away, kind of recharge, get ready for the new year. And, um, hey, we talked about a week to go before Christmas. If you're in the market for a new or used car, you want to get something here at year end, 
and uh, try to help with the taxes. Go to our good friends at Cannon Ford here in Starkville. Cannon Ford on uh, Highway 182 just east of Starkville. If you just want to uh, take your spouse's vehicle up there just to get it cleaned up really well. If you want it to the service center, if you want to take it to the body shop, get the dents taken out, spray in bed liner. Nobody, no guy loves anything any more than a spray in bed liner. So all the ladies out there, if you want to take your spouse's truck up to up there, get a spray in bed liner, do that as well. Cannon Ford of Startwell. Nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Or if you want to do something even better than that, you want to get an excavator or a mini excavator, hey, that's perfect right there. Go to TraxPlus.com or good friends at TraxPlus. Haven't had our TraxPlus deep dig. We'll have one of those before the bowl game. And so uh, Charlie and I are both going to Tampa. We will be down there for the uh, the pregame. We'll be down there for the game itself. And so anyway, it's, uh, we'll, we'll be back in here and talk more about the, the Mississippi State-Illinois matchup. It's been a pr- uh, crazy couple weeks. Of course, you know, our thoughts and prayers are still out with, uh, with Sharon and the family and the entire you know, Leach family. It's, it's just a – an awful time, and, of course, our, our, our thoughts for the players and the coaches and everybody associated with that as well. Charlie, we got anything else for the road? No, one last thing my wife asked, so you're going to diet, does this mean you can't eat country pleasing? I said, not at all. You'll recall Matt Wyatt eats country pleasing every day and lost a ton of weight yes. with that being part of his diet. So I am not a great moderation guy, but – I am a big country-pleasing guy. We will not be giving that up. No, we won't. And, two, if you go to the butcher shop down there, they've got all those lean meats right there in the in the, in the case that they'll cut for you. Our good friends at country-pleasing. All right, Charlie, appreciate you coming in this morning. Once again, thanks to our great friends at Farm Bureau. Go with the home team at Farm Bureau. Strange Brew Coffee House, three locations, two in Starville, one in Tupelo, churn and spoon ice cream as well. Go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com for all these last-minute Christmas gifts. Our good friends at Tracks Plus, Saney Excavators and Mini Excavators, Barco, Rayco, Denny Seamoth, Mulching Heads for the Foresters. Our good friends at Country Pleasing Sausage, Cannon Ford of Startwell, and Bank First. Go to bankfirstfs.com for all your banking needs. For Charlie Winfield, I'm Bart Gregory. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us here on Sunday Coffee.